1: Welcome to Celtics Media Day. I'm Jared Weiss, here for CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog, host of The Garden Report. We're going to take you inside what happened here at Media Day today. It was really interesting to find out that Marcus Smart was actually hurt all of last year. That really severe ankle sprain in which we thought that his foot was going to fall off when it first happened back in November. It turned out to actually impact his game the entire season. Not only in the early spring when he was starting to come back and feel his rhythm, but even going all the way to the playoffs. And he explained a lot about why he wasn't dribble penetrating, why he was really being mostly a three-point shooter. And he even said that it impacted his defense. So let's take a look. Marcus, how much should that ankle injury impact you even later in the season?
2: Um, it impacted me uh, a lot just because I couldn't, I couldn't really do what, what I'm capable of to help the team. You know... Um, even though you know I was still a, a, a decent defender, I felt like I could have gave more on the defensive end and on the offensive end. But you know I didn't have that explosiveness to actually get out there and move around
1: like I did uh, when I was in college. So we heard from Marcus Smart. Now we obviously have to hear from the coach who actually, as it turns out, is a human being after all.
3: I'm not really ever thought about, hey, I've got to do this, this, and this to connect with an NBA player. NBA players are human beings. Um, I'm a human being. We're all human beings. And the best advice I was given was be yourself. And I'm I'm comfortable enough now to, maybe I wouldn't have been at 30 when I was first named the head coach. Maybe I wouldn't have been when I was 25, whatever, but I'm comfortable enough that if being yourself isn't good enough, it's not good enough. So uh, if they like me, that's great. Um, I certainly appreciate that relationship. I mean, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a positive to have adversarial relationships with people you're working with. But I recognize there's going to be conflict just as a natural part of this job because, you know, at times um, people aren't going to be playing. So Brad Stevens needs to develop that chemistry this year to match the
1: kind of run that they went on in the second half last season. And now they have David Lee. And David Lee is someone that is known for improving chemistry. He's a well-spoken guy, a friendly person. But he's also a hard worker, and he's a smart, savvy veteran. He comes in from a Golden State Warriors team in which he actually gave up his role on the team, almost, literally completely, to allow them to run the system the coach wanted to run. And it worked, and they won a championship. And Lee still got his chance to shine when he came through in the NBA Finals to keep that win afloat. So now he comes to the Celtics, and he's looking to build on that championship pedigree and bring that here to Boston.
4: I'm still very excited. I, I think, uh, yeah, that's something I've always done, is, is come here about a month early, and, and especially moving to a new city and getting acclimated to even driving from my house to here. and and getting used to the coaching staff and, and what they expect and, and getting to know the other guys on the team. I think that's very, very important. Um, a theme you'll hear with me all year long is I think the, the, the chemistry of the team. I think that's a very underrated part. It's something we had last year in Golden State and something that, that uh, is already well-established here. I think the guys get along great, and that was part of their success towards the end of the year last year. So kind of establishing that from the start with some fresh faces we have I think is very important, and that's what we've done these last few weeks. <laughs>
1: So now we come to Evan Turner. He was the most, probably the most enigmatic person on the team last year. will continue to be that this year. He actually, during the offseason, tweeted that he wanted to start being an Uber driver. So obviously I had to ask him about it, and it, it was definitely worth it. Now that your basketball career is locked in, what about your Uber driving career? Why there a, I don't know, man. It depends. It,
5: it depends, uh, depends on uh, the gas prices and stuff like that and, you know, how... Uh, what type of you know profit I can make off there, and things like that, and I, I want to be you know the main focus of uh of the you know of the company. You know I want Uber to highlight me and put me in positions to be successful and uh, give me all the big name big name uh, deals. So if they can't do that, I got to go elsewhere.
1: Is the Range Rover like a dark Range Rover green, or is it? Yeah, something it's a dark green, green Range Rover.
5: Um, I think Jonas copied the same thing I got. I'm gonna have to talk to him about it, but it's pretty nice Range Rover. Great. Great gas mileage and the sunroof and stuff like that is pretty cool, and it's pretty comfortable. You sit in the back. I actually can sit in the back seat and be comfortable, so imagine somebody else.
1: Would you do a lift and put the pink mustache on the front of the Ranger? No, <laughs> no I,
5: I wouldn't personally, but you never know. Have you keep your gas tank filled? That's funny you say that. I've learned what cars I can and can't do it with. You know what I'm saying? Like today, um, I live 14 miles from the practice facility, again, my car says 11. It's like Just knowing Range Rover, like, you know what I'm saying, the reserve tank is pretty good. So I was probably five miles out and my gas tank hit zero. But I still got here comfortably. So I understand I can do that. In my other car, if it says half a tank or a quarter tank, I probably got to fill up.
1: That's it from Media Day. For Kyle George behind the camera, I'm Jared Weiss in front of the camera. This is a special production at Media Day of The Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog. We will see you for the first preseason game at home coming up later in October. Peace out.
6: The knee is 100%. Um, I've been playing games on it here um, for the past two weeks and I'm 100%, I'm ready to go. And um, I don't feel any soreness, if any stiffness. Any pain, no pain. So I'm ready to go.
7: What were you able to do this summer, and what weren't you able to do this summer because of the need?
6: Well, it took me a while to get back on the court after the season. I, I just want to take my time. I didn't want to rush anything. I mean, it's, it's the off season, so uh, I just took my time with it. Uh, I started just doing um, really just sand, sand exercises. I was in Miami, and I was doing uh, beach workouts, trying to strengthen my, my, lower, um, my lower body, and um, I think it helped. I did everything. I did a lot of exercises, bare feet to try to strengthen all my lower um, muscles and my, my legs and my feet and my knees and stuff. Uh, so I, it, just, it just took me a long time to get back on the court. It took me a little while because I didn't want to rush anything. But once I did come back, I didn't want to feel any pain. You know, I just wanted to get everything um, squared away and ready. And that's what I did.
8: Ask Jonas the same question. Last year, you guys played a lot of big positions. You played some power forward. He played yeah. some center. But this year, you guys have more traditional bigs. Right. So that might push you back down to the wing position. Right. Um, how would that change your approach this year on a night-to-night basis, playing more wing instead of forward and big?
6: Well, I mean, it, uh, it doesn't change my my approach. I'm still a basketball player, and I, um, I was just trying to fill a, fill a void and try to make our team more versatile. Last year, you know, and um, I was able to. to exploit a lot of different teams in that in that area. And um, I think we brought in nice some nice big guys and who, who can really do, do a great job at the four position. So um, I'm come very comfortable playing the three for them primarily. And um, that's where we're at with that.
8: Now you mentioned being able to exploit matchups. Um, do you think this year you'll be able to use your size to exploit some twos and some threes more as opposed right. to your speed?
6: Yeah, that, I think that changes in me, me, me having an approach to, to, to beat out the, um, to be more of a threat, being out twos and then being more um, able to drive threes and, and play, play physical with threes. And um, on defense, you know, being able to switch still, probably switch and still have guys like Amir, being able to, to really protect the rim and, 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 and do stuff like that. So I feel like my approach is the same, um, but a little different on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a good motivation for me to go in with the summer, seeing my number dip like that. And it was, it was something I really took, took time and focused on and uh, just trying to get back to the basics. You know, I got away from a lot of the different small techniques, mechanics that um, I tweaked and tried to fix this summer. And it's been going well since I, since I returned to the wood. I couldn't really hear him. a Brad? Oh, big old draw, to come back here? Oh, yeah, it was very, I, I knew being comfortable played a big role in my decision. I didn't want to go anywhere where I felt like I didn't know what to expect, you know, and um, I knew exactly what I was going to get from Brad, I knew exactly what he wanted from me as a player, and I was comfortable with playing under him, so he played a big role in my
9: decision, for sure.
6: You you probably
9: didn't know what to expect last season when you were in Dallas. And now you got this contract. The the team uh,
10: wants you here. Just what's your mind frame, frame of mind like right now?
6: Uh, Basketball. I don't have to worry about anything other than basketball. I mean, I was going into my contract year, so when I got traded in December. They didn't have to play me here. They could have let me, traded me to another team like a lot of guys did who came over here with me and. It just worked out. I just was given given an opportunity, and I tried to take full advantage of it, and it worked out. And right now, I feel like the um, everything is, is, is coming together, and all I have to do now is just build build on build on being a good teammate, build on being a good player, uh, and try to win ball games.
11: Jay, uh, people on social media have started to refer to you as a Bay Crowder. I wonder if you had any uh, reaction to that nickname.
6: I don't like. I mean, I don't I don't say I don't like it, but I don't I never heard it a lot. It's out Bay, there. Big Crowder. So a lot of people have crushes on me. Apparently. Men and women. Absolutely. Right on. Jay, based on what you guys <laughs> finished last year, how do you view that? Do you view that as something you can know off of how you guys finished last year, or is this kind of a fresh set? No, it's, just, it's definitely stepping stone. You can't just forget about we made it to the playoffs. I mean, that's where we wanted to be. That's where we got to get back to. Uh, I think we have to build from it. And that's what that's my mindset building from last year, build off where we left off. And we got to get back to there and, 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 and rewrite our own story there. But I, fe- I feel like, no, we can't forget about it. Um, we got to realize what it took to get there and how and what it's going to take to uh, surpass that, that, that situation. So uh, I think I, feel, I really think it's a it's a stepping stone for us as an organization. Make it a good one. I want you to ask me. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, Jay,
1: um, I thought you did a good job in the first series, in the first round playing uh, defensively on LeBron James. Is that something that's changed the outlook of next season in terms of you defending the best, you know, one or two best guys night in and night out? Is that something that you want to take upon yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do think
6: that. And um, I took on that challenge last year with LeBron in the, in the, in the, in the first round, and, I really feel like that's one of my roles on this team is probably defending the best player um, on the other opposing team if he's a wing player, you know, and um, just take responsibility of it and, and, and try to have guys really step up, step up on the defensive end and, and try to be a leader on that side of the floor, you know, because we have a lot of talented guys in, in, in our locker room who can put the ball in the hole. Uh, so we got to put everything together on the defensive end, and I want to be the focal point of that.
11: Jay, uh, people on social media have started to referring to you as a uh, Bay Crowder. I wonder if you had any uh, reaction to that nickname.
6: I don't like. I mean, I don't. I don't say I don't like it, but I don't. I haven't heard it a lot. It's Bay, out there. Bay Crowder. So a lot of people have crushes on me. Apparently. Men and women. Absolutely.
12: Right on. <laughs> Everybody doing? Hungry? Good. Solid. Did you bring us something? It has some Bertucci's upstairs pizza. If you guys want to bring your box down, I can. I'm feeling good. Thanks for asking. So,
6: where up. do
9: you see yourself fitting in with this team? There's a lot of good guys on
12: the team. Um, I know how to adjust to 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 anything. So, um, wherever the coach has planned, um, being in so many years, you know, you just just recognize stuff on the floor or know how to adjust as a player. So. Whatever Coach Stevens has planned, I'll be able to adjust to it. And what do you bring to the team? Um, a lot of leadership. Like I said, there's just stuff you recognize and know on the floor. You know how to adjust. It's going to, it's going to take time, you know, knowing each other's players' tendencies. So it's definitely going to take time. But I, I know how to work with, with the guys, know how to get out of the way sometimes, and know how to space the floor. So I think anywhere on the, uh, the court, uh, I pretty much know how to work with, with anybody.
8: Um, in recent years in Toronto, you used to do the zombie walk.
12: Yes, yes. Is
8: that something you're going to bring to Boston?
12: I, I don't, do they have a zombie walk out here?
7: They very small.
12: I have to look that up. You know, I, didn't, I didn't know that. No, I'd definitely participate, though, if I, if I do some research on it.
8: And, um, in, also in recent years in Toronto, you've been shooting the three more. Is that something the coaching staff kind of wanted you to develop, or is that something you took on yourself to
12: Enhance your game. Um, there's something I worked on, um, Coach Case, Toronto. Uh, in Toronto, he's seen I've been working on my three ball all summer, and um, I was able to step out, shoot a couple threes, and I've been working on my shot every year. I could, I, I do shoot the ball very well. I just don't shoot it often. But um, Coach Stevenson let me shoot the three ball. I definitely pull the trigger.
8: Would you like to? Is that something you want want to do more? If
12: I'm open, I'ma shoot it. You know, you got to shoot when you're open, right? Or you got to shoot, you know you're gonna make it. Um, I looked at the Celtic team of the years. I've kind of been in Toronto, um, uh, losing CB, kind of rebuilding and uh, building, kept building and making it to the playoffs. I kind of looked at that Celtic team last year as, as we were on a rebuilding stage. Fought uh, through some tough times, made the playoffs, and now this year we got some new attributes, uh, great veteran players, uh, Perry, David Lee, and uh, I think we can push a limit and take it further. You know, with the new attributes we have. Um, I I can't say. We have to take it uh, one day at a time, Uh, have a lot to learn. Uh, We're going to start our our training camp tomorrow, so we're going to go through it and see what we got. But uh, I think once we get along and we get on the same page, I think this team is going to soar. That's it. Um, very smart, very smart coach. Uh, going up against him, uh, playing, playing against him uh, when I was with Toronto, uh, I knew how he just kind of broke down our defensive uh, uh, strategies, you know, by switching up the plays or, or going through dribble handoffs. And I knew he was just a, a great X's and O's coach. And know, uh, going through our our, our coaching staff, we did still a couple plays from him, you know, during that season. But I, I knew he was definitely a great, uh ex and O's coach uh, meeting him, great guy and uh it'll definitely be fun, you know, playing for Coach Stevenson this year. Do you uh, remember that the for... the one with Marcus scoring that? Yes. Yes I do. I wasn't in that game but um it was uh, it was a great play, great recognition by uh by Marcus. I don't know if he drew that play up for Marcus to stand under the <laughs> under the basket, but uh it just shows what this team has has to prove, man. Uh Guys are relentless. Uh, definitely work hard you know, with a couple of veteran leadership. You know, and I, I think we can clean up the mistakes they've made last year and uh, push it to the limit.
11: Amir, it seems like the Celtics and the uh, Raptors are going to be battling for the Atlantic Division this year. You have a lot of familiarity with the Raptors. How do you think
12: this Celtics team matches up with uh, the Raptors this season? Um, we're going to be battling with everybody. Um, it's not the Raptors. Uh, we're, we're just looking forward to taking it one game at a time. Um, uh, we have to look at the scouting report. I don't know where we, how we're going to match up yet. But uh, you know, whoever come up against the Celtics, you know we're definitely going to give them a battle. And we're looking to win, win every game. Green runs deep, right? Slogan.
7: I mean, you came to the league straight from high school. Uh-huh. Um, what's the difference between the younger players now That you have encountered, and when you, how you were when you came into the league.
12: Um, I was able to. I was put in a great situation, Uh, coming from high school, 17, 18 years old, coming to play with basically grown men, and uh, and it it definitely helped me become the player and the man I am now. You know, uh, learning from their mistakes, uh, learning all the rights. You know, basically I was kind of cradled into. The NBA, just learning from those guys and um, taking that knowledge and becoming a veteran and helping the, the young guys of what I've learned and my experience and um, you know and I'm still learning at the same time. So it just it was just a blessing for me to come in that situation, championship team and learn from those guys, veteran guys. I know
7: probably you were under 21, but probably were able to get in the spots that you were that were over 21. Right. It took okay. me, it
12: took me some time. Yeah. But
7: <laughs> yeah. what do you do? What do you think the, the realistic goal for this, this team is
13: going in? Um, to get back to the playoffs and uh, hopefully um, use all the experience we gained from last year and get further and um, have a chance to play in the championship. Um, obviously, that's our ultimate goal, and we're going to try to prepare so we can get to that level.
8: Realistic, or or how do you, or do you even bother with that at this point? Let's just, you know, you just go into the day saying, let's get better today. And
13: yeah, okay, I feel so. like it's it's definitely realistic. I mean, a lot of people laughed at me when I said we were going to make the playoffs last year, and we did. Um, we continue to work hard, and anything's possible if you if you buy in, um, you know, to what the coach is trying to do, and. Um, to the Celtic culture, I feel like anything is, is possible, and we can definitely have a chance to make it to the championship if if we do those things.
8: Avery, uh, over the last two seasons, you've attempted more three-pointers each season. Do you, do you expect to continue on that trajectory this year?
13: Um, I really want to do whatever my team needs me to do. Obviously, that's what direction we're going in um, because long twos don't make as much sense as a three-pointer. Um, And that's something that I worked on. In the summer, I spent a lot of time working on that. But I also spent time on getting to the basket and trying to get to the free throw line. Um, That's something that I'm focusing on this year. Um, I know I can help my team out a lot. And I I definitely feel like I improved. So hopefully, I can go out there and and put into my game. Avery, how confident are you in your uh, jump shot, especially trying to extend your range out past the three-point line uh, moving into the season? I'm really confident. Um, like I said, it's something that I worked on a lot this summer and just try to make it a comfortable shot for me and I I I know that if I continue to get those reps up once I get into the game it'll be like a, a jump shot.
1: I have a jump shot question. Uh so Uh, Last year, you really made a part of your game to kind of come off a curl and hit a shot around the free throw line. Are you trying to move that back to behind the three-point line this year?
13: Well, um, it just depends on how Brad wants to play. Um, I mean, if it's a jump shot, I'm going to take the jump shot. I'm I'm really going to take whatever the defense gives me. I'm not going to go out there um, worrying about just shooting threes or just shooting twos. I'm just going to go out there and play my game. Um, Whatever shot's available, that's what shot I'm going to take.
14: In terms of the additions that
3: uh, the team has made with Amir, the veterans, um, like players like Amir and David, how do you see the identity of the team changing? changing? I
13: feel like it makes us tougher. Um, Amir plays so hard and David plays hard. And, and those guys know how to play the right way. So I feel like they're definitely going to help our team out a lot. And I'm excited that I have a chance to play with both of these guys because um, Amir plays so hard. and. Um, David does as well, and David's just a smart player, and I'm happy I get a chance to to learn and play with a player like that.
7: Avery, you're not 25 yet, right? No. And you're the senior member of this team? Yeah. How do you kind of take all that in that you're kind of the, to some of these guys, quote, unquote, the old head, and two, how does that change in terms of leadership with some of the rookies?
13: Um, Well, first off, it's a blessing for me to, you know, Be on the same team and still be in the NBA. Um, And I know that I want to take that role to be able to help my teammates so they can become the best players on and off the court. And um, I'm going to take that role, and I'm going to speak, um, try to speak up more this year. Um, I'm definitely going to lead by example no matter what, but I definitely want to try to be a role model for the younger guys and um, try to push them every single day so we can be the best players we can be so we can achieve our ultimate goal, and that's winning a championship.
3: I talked to him for about, um, for a few minutes this morning. Obviously, we're all here, so, um, you know, we just talked about the same things that I've been focused on in every meeting um, that I've had, just talk about, you know, continuing to uh, embrace the opportunity. We've got a great deal of um, depth that we're going to have to figure out, but just, Playing as well as you can for as long as you can, and so that's the same, same discussion that I usually have with him. Um, I'm a lot more focused on the on the court than I am uh, anything else. Yeah, I think I think Jared's strengths are obvious. He's a he's a skilled guy. Um, he can he, he's got a great touch. Um, He can. He he understands defensively what we're trying to do. He's got great length and rebounding instincts. Uh, I think offensive rebounding uh, is something that he can do at an elite level. Uh, So you know, we'll see. I I think obviously uh, that's a that's a really good position for us, uh, both the four and the five. And really, it's just you know, it's not really fours and fives. It's just a you know, a bunch of guys that can play that role. But he certainly has had a great start to his young career and um you know he's done a lot of good things so you know i'm excited about him and you know we're excited to to get rolling tomorrow with all those guys yeah so i'm 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 uh i'm always excited to get a season started i mean this is this is this is the hardest day from the standpoint that my mind is on other things my mind's on the first minute of practice tomorrow and um it's a long long way to go we've got Things we need to really improve in. Uh, we have a foundation set on both ends of the floor that's good, and we have you know guys that are really good guys, and so I'm excited to that. Anytime you've got a group that you can work with and and you feel that way headed into the season, there's you're, you're focused on basketball, and, and even though we've got some, you know, we've got to figure out who's going to play, and at what times, um, you know, I, I think. We'll be able to focus on all the right things. I
8: see.
3: Yeah, it's it's funny. I was asked that about a coach the other day. I don't know. Somewhere in the top thirty. I mean, who knows? You know. Yeah, we've got to we've got to play well. The old I, I quoted Micah's old coach in college last year. You're good if you play good. So where we are on the food chain is yet to be determined. Nobody started practice yet. Um, you know, knock on wood. No, we haven't gone through any you know injury or anything like that, and and nobody else has. And so we'll see how it all separates itself when it's all said and done. I feel good about where we are with regard to we've got a, a good committed group of people and um, they like being in Boston they're excited about playing with each other and um, you know I thought that showed itself towards the end of last year and I think the guys that we added kind of add to that mentality. I have one goal at the last job, and that was to win the national championship. I have one goal at this job, and that's to win an NBA championship. How long those things take to get there, that's the only thing that I'll ever put down as a goal. It's the only thing I'll ever talk as a goal about to our players. Now, might only say it once, because the rest of the time I'm focused on just the day-to-day, the process, the how we need to be to prepare well, how we need to, be to perform well, and all the things, and all the in the small margin between being good and not being good. Hey, we were. I said this the other day. We were as close to fourth as we were to 12th last year, um, and uh, we'll continue to talk about that because that margin is is a small one. Well, I think part of that was because he's, you know, obviously he's playing in the summer league and and we had a lot of really good players on our summer league team, but certainly it's a different role than playing with some of the guys that you're going to be playing with during the winter. Um, Just wanted to take good shots. And, you know, a good shot for him is is a shot in the paint. It's a rhythm shot off the catch, open three. You know, anybody would be able to define what those good shots look like and what those tough shots are. So, so, you, so the, thing, the thing that I've always said here is that I actually have it in two buckets. There are roles, which is what the expectations are of everybody on our team plus what you do well. And then there's playing time and things that figure themselves out in rotations and stuff. So I don't think a role is that. I think, a, I think that is the latter. So I have not decided, nor will we, for a while. One thing about Isaiah, I know it's a narrative um, and with that, you know, that, that is going to be asked of me. Um, but that kid's about winning. And, and that's first and foremost with him. I know that. I've been around him long enough to know that, even though we've only been around each other for three months during a season. And now, you know, um, at least conversing throughout most of the offseason, I just, that kid's about winning first and foremost. About his playing time, about his, the rotation. Yeah, sure. I'll, but I'll do that with everybody. I'll do, you know, that won't be just Isaiah. That'll be everybody. And and um, you know, hey, there's there's every good team. You know, you're going to have discussions like that. Every every good team that's challenging to be better is going to have depth. Um, you know, we're going to have good players on our team that aren't going to play. I'm not here to predetermine anything, you know. And that's why I think, you know, sometimes we, we should probably have media day two weeks in because we, I don't know yet. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, obviously when you're coaching – the Boston Celtics, you're playing for the Boston Celtics, making the playoffs and getting swept in the first round is it's not a pleasant experience, but um, it was a great learning experience for, for all of us. Um, and I thought that it was something that even, you know, when we're here today for the first time as a full team, you're reflecting back on some of those things right now. And it's hopefully a motivating thing um, that we didn't, Play as well once we got there as we wanted to. And also, uh, motivating from the standpoint that we we did have some really good moments against the class of the East. And so, um, you know, we'll find out, uh, you know, if we're able to take some of those lessons forward or not. Well, I think they just add a great deal of experience. I think they're very comfortable in who they are. I think they have a great awareness, not only of who they are as a basketball player, but aware of, um, you know, what it means to be a part of a team. And I think that's a big deal. So I'm I'm excited to have them both, and I look forward to them sharing their experiences with me and the rest of the team. You know, I think Jessica that the that Amir's enhancement from a versatility standpoint comes with the number of guys that he can probably play next to. Um, He's not going to be a three for us. And usually when you talk about versatility in this league, you talk about people that can play both perimeter and four. Um, But he certainly, um, it certainly seems that he would mesh well with whichever um, big you'd have next to him, whether you were playing smaller or you were playing, with a more traditional big, and that was a big reason why you know we targeted him early you know I think Jay's always been confident in his own ability um, to impact the game. I think he works like he's a pro. Um, he, he gets in the gym, he doesn't waste time, um, but he works on things that are going to be applicable to his game and to how he can help the team. And so I anticipate him continuing on an upward trend because of that. Um, you know, how that how that compares him to everybody else, time will tell. But uh, you feel good about feel good about his work. He, he he always has had that about him, and you know, hopefully, he can defend well. Um, and he has some ability to defend multiple positions. Gary, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask them some of those questions. I'm not, I'm not really ever thought about, hey, I've got to do this, this, and this to connect with an NBA player. NBA players are human beings. Um, I'm a human being. We're all human beings. And the best advice I was given was be yourself. And I'm, I'm comfortable enough now to maybe I wouldn't have been at 30 when I was first named the head coach. Maybe I wouldn't have been when I was – 25, whatever, but I'm comfortable enough that if being yourself isn't good enough, it's not good enough. So uh, if they like me, that's great. Um, I certainly appreciate that relationship. I mean, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a positive to have adversarial relationships with people you're working with, but I recognize there's going to be conflict just as a natural part of this job because, you know, at times um, people aren't going to be playing, and that's part of it. Well, I think that there is the opportunity to carry some momentum forward, um, but I think that just like anything else is fragile. And I think the, the, the less time that we spend talking about um, that in terms of um, you know, a, a building block and the more we just focus on, okay, the, we have built some corporate knowledge, but we've got to move forward. We need to utilize the good things, but we need to look ahead. Um, I do think that, you know, we'll be able to take some of our experiences and talk about those. And that, that's, where it's, that's where it's beneficial. That team played well down the stretch of the regular season. But it was a really connected group. It was a fun group to coach. And, you know, hey, those those things are never a given. You know, I've got a great staff. I'm really thankful every day to come to work with them. And I'm not just saying it, you know, to – because I'm supposed to say it on media day. Like this is a group that I enjoy coming to work with. Like it's every day is enjoyable, every meeting is enjoyable. These guys know I hate long meetings, um, but we uh, we just enjoy each other's company. I, I've said it before. My as I go about hiring, I look for really intelligent, hardworking, and humble people. And you know, you go through our staff, and it's 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 filled with those guys. And so it makes it fun to come to work every day. Well, I don't know what he's going to earn. So we'll see. Um, I do think that uh, he's got a great upside. But he's, he's a young guy, so time will tell. He's, he's, uh, his explosion is high, high level, um, and his work ethic's high, high level. Uh, I think that he has a great chance of being very successful in this league. He's been, you know, he's been doing a lot of individual work and shooting here. Um, got a good pulse on on things that he can do better and things that he does well right now. I think the biggest thing for all those guys is to really focus on the five on five stuff right now because it's it's a little different than college. It moves a lot faster. Um, you know, even though they played in summer league, it'll be a different level for them. And there's a lot to learn. Um, so there's, you know, we're going to throw a lot at them in the next month and, and inevitably their heads are going to be spinning. You know, RJ Hunter, is a great example of a guy that R.J. Hunter probably won't hit very many shots over the next couple weeks because of all the extra work that you're putting in at this time of the year and just the general toll it takes on your legs. That'll hopefully change as time goes on, but that's to be expected as a young guy. Um, But I think that they just have a lot to learn as a group. Well, I think the biggest thing about James is he's really improved his defensive defensive abilities his defensive um awareness was great in summer league um and he's a guy that we know offensively has some some skill and some some talent um The other thing about james that i'm that I'm excited about is he's he's just gotten he's bigger and stronger, so you know he's only twenty years old and so at the end of the day, you look around the league and you look at versatile wings, and he kind of looks like a versatile wing. He's long. Um, he now weighs about what some of those guys weigh, um, and his ability to stretch the floor hopefully will add to his positional versatility. Uh, the, the The best way to impact your playing time if you're not a um, person that uh, is like a go-to score or has a great specialty, is to be able to guard more position than one. Coach, uh, there have been some
15: guys perhaps this year, minutes go-down, but they're accustomed to it. How do you handle that as a coach? Uh, is that a
3: one-on-one discussion, or is it a tough look? How do you handle it? Yeah, you meet with everybody. You recognize everybody's a human being. You recognize that there's certainly, no matter how much of a team person you are, there's disappointment when you're not playing that visible, uh, in that visible spot. But, um, yeah, know, the front of our jersey says Celtics. Is it easier when
15: you don't have as much depth? I mean, if you've got seven guys that are clearly
3: better than the rest. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's, there's any coach in the world that wouldn't say they'd rather know exactly who their starters and subs are right now. Um, but it'll make for a lot more entertaining training camp. And, and, you know, again, we'll see how it sorts itself out. But I'm going to be fair to everybody and not predetermine anything. Question? Mike,
10: you have any questions? No. Oh.
3: How'd you
10: hit it? Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, was talking to Jared in there, just in the locker room. I don't know. I haven't weighed him yet. I, we'll watch him practice tomorrow, see how he's doing. I, I just asked that question. Is that on? Hello? You guys, it must be you. I'm really excited for the year. I, I think um, there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. Uh, I'm looking forward to training camp starting tomorrow and, and seeing some great competition. Danny, what would you say is the strength of this roster in a way it's I think depth is a, is a strength. Um, I think we have a, a lot of quality players at every position. And um, I think it's going to be a battle and the players, you know, you hear it all the time, but it's really up to the players to prove to Coach Stevens that um, he needs to play them in order to win. And um, there's going to be a great competition in training camp, and I'm excited for that. Say some, I'm sorry. One thing you said earlier,
8: depth is always good, you know, the guys are willing to buy I think I like Isaiah, you know, he's very good at six feet,
16: but he is a guy who
8: wants
10: to start, Well, Murph, let me just tell you this right now. This, this will answer a lot of questions. Everybody wants to start. Everybody wants to play. So Let's just assume that that's the case and that's why they're here and that's what they've been doing their whole life. So um, I don't think that question should even be asked. That's just a a given that everybody wants to start. Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants to be the all-star. Everybody wants to win a championship. Um, So listen, sometimes you have your opportunities. Players have their opportunities to earn what they get. And uh, we have a coach that wants to win and it's his decision on who gets what. It's that simple. Yeah, I think our roster is better. Well, I think that um, a system is continually changing depending on your personnel and Brad's a really smart coach and spends a lot of time preparing and his system will be pre- determined by the personnel he has. He doesn't have a system. Uh, he, he's a basketball coach and he coaches his, the players that he has and he's done a great job of that and I think he'll do, continue to do a great job of that. But he talks a lot about. I'm not trying to. Uh, you know, he talks a lot about playing with uh, pace and space, and yeah. So I think we do have uh, better shooting. Uh, although we need to, we need to have our guys that aren't shooting the ball as well. And I think that we're going to be an improved shooting team this year. Well, you guys are a real spry bunch today. Are you guys here because you want to be here, or? <laughs> Gary
8: yeah, you know,
10: um, Say so that I'm sorry and the I'm, ex- I'm excited about the team. I mean, listen, there's, there's always things that you want to do that you don't get to do, that you know we don't always get what we want. Um, but I'm excited about each and every guy on this roster. I don't. I don't think I've ever said that. I've said transcendent. Um, I think we you need, you know, a transcendent players is what everybody would like to have in the NBA. You don't always get what you want, Gary. Including answers that you want. <laughs> Danny,
15: what have you seen from Marcus? Uh, Kyle,
10: you got some energy. I like <laughs> it.
15: I've been here for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for-
10: Did you get fed? Of course. Okay. Uh,
15: what have you seen
8: from Marcus Smart in just this off season and his transformation from going into his
10: rookie year last year to going into well, Marcus, Marcus had a great summer. Uh, anybody that watched him play this summer can really see the, you know, the, the jump that he made just from having a terrific rookie year to the summer league. Uh, the injury set him back a little bit, um, but not too much. I mean, he, he was able to still work out. And he's been working out the last month. Um, oh, Solinger. Um, well, Jared, you know, he's, had, he's like everybody else, I would say, that you know, he has shown signs of being a terrific player. And consistency is what we're looking for out of most of our young players, and I would say the same thing about Kelly, um, you know Tyler. I think all those guys. You know, I'd like to just see them be a little more consistent, like most players their age. The uh,
8: Depend
10: depending on the health. Um, I I would anticipate, assuming everybody's healthy, that there would be opportunities to send players to to Maine. Sure. Maine can be a very uh, valuable training ground for us.
15: In terms of expectations, uh, I don't know if a a lot of people expected you guys to make the playoffs last year. You did. Are you expecting this team to
10: go further uh, in the postseason this year? Well, I would say that. You know, the expectations do change. I think that expectations when the start of the season, I think that most of the players in the locker room um, felt like they were a playoff team. I think as the season went on, I don't think anybody thought we were a playoff team after 30 or 40 games or whatever it was, and then uh, the team came together and made the playoffs. So. Um, I don't really like to share my prognostications. I want to see. I'm not even sure who's the 16 guy, 15 guys on the roster yet. I'm not sure uh, how it's all going to fit, but I'm excited about that, and I can't wait for us to, to start the process tomorrow. I like all of the guys. I don't. I mean, those are Brad's choices as to who gets to play, and um, it's their job to prove that they that they he needs them, and um, we've had a lot of players put in a lot of time this summer with with earning those minutes. You got? You have a mic. Well, the team is going to be oriented to Brad's system yeah, this
8: year? I
10: yeah, well, we have a group of guys that have played, been with Brad now um, for at least half a season, and if not a season, we had a lot of changes last year. And so, yeah, I expect there to be be fewer of those this year. Um, But you never know. A lot of it's going to be dependent upon how they play.
4: They said said no. How do you think it looks? I don't mind it. I I also asked if they just took it after Odell Beckham Jr., but they both claimed they had it before him. So (laughs) we tackled that subject in the locker room before media day to get a plan of solidarity on the topic. No no no, I'm I I'm just I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stay in my lane on that one. A few of the guys are something that you've been around working with but how's that
8: been going to be a kind of X star and what's kind of you excited about joining the team when you first talk
4: to us what's you kinda assessment out of some of the guys you can tell you. I'm still very excited. I, I think uh yeah, that's something I've always done is is come here about a month early and, and especially moving to a new city and getting acclimated to even driving from my house to here and and getting used to the coaching staff and, and what they expect and, and getting to know the other guys on the team. I think that's very, very important. Um, a theme you'll hear with me all year long is I think the, the, the chemistry of the team. I think that's a very underrated part. It's something we had last year in Golden State, and something that, that uh, is already well-established here. I think the guys get along great. And that was part of their success towards the end of the year last year. So kind of establishing that from the start with some fresh faces we have, I think, is very important. And that's what we've done these last few weeks.
12: What's going to be
11: the key for you, David, to just kind of blend in with a lot of new faces, but at the same time still be in somewhat of a leadership role just because of your experience in the NBA?
4: Well, I think for me, it's, it's just about being myself. Um, I've been in the league and I've seen a lot of things, uh, both good and bad. And I think that that uh, that I'm a guy that a lot of times leads by example. I'm a hardworking guy. And I think that that that's always something that it's good for the young guys to see when your veterans are hard workers, because because at that point they have no choice but to fall in line and, and do the same. And I think that you know the veteran guys are what sets the tone, uh, both in training camp and preseason, and as the season goes along. So, I'm just going to be myself, and and uh, and I think I'm a pretty likable guy, and a and a guy that uh, can set a good tone by my work ethic.
11: And j- just talk about just the, the mental transition that you have to go through when you. You're a starter, you're an all-star, then all of a sudden you're not playing, you're getting DMPs, uh, just being able to mentally work your way through that whole period. Just Could you talk to us a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, and uh, the first thing to that, that I had to admit to myself was that it's okay to be frustrated about it, and I was very honest with the media last year that that uh, if I wasn't frustrated, there's was probably something wrong, and, and you know I got injured to start the season, and it wasn't like I lost my job, I got injured and... And the team went, I think, 19 and 2 to start the year. And if you're a rookie head coach and your team's 19 and 2, I think the last thing you want to do is disrupt the starting lineup. So, coach talked to me, and I was more than happy to to, to take that role change. Not more than happy, but more than willing to take that role change. And um, I saw something really special with that team, and and uh, it, it went on throughout the year. And it was there were some very frustrating times when. And and, and once again, you know, I'll, I'll be confident to say that I feel we would have, you know, we would have done great with me in there as well. But I'm very proud of what Draymond did last year and the rest of the guys that, that played and shared minutes um, uh, with me. And I, I think it none of it matters by the end of the year. All that you're going for is to win games and win a championship. And I was just happy that when my number was called, I was ready in the playoffs. And, and I told myself that was my biggest fear is to to not mentally check out because I knew that I've been in this league long enough to know that everyone's number eventually gets called. And uh, I wanted to be there. And, and I was able to in the Memphis series and in the finals and make an impact and and uh and now, you know, have a championship ring and nothing else matters. Um there seems to be two narratives about this team like the the country. One is
15: what we got from the coming team to the NBA. the other is kind of they
8: went on a nice little run at the end of the year and snuck into the playoffs in the Western conference. So, you know, from another team. What, what was your view of the Celtics last year? How do you think we could
4: kind of add to that issue? Well, I could tell you we played we played the Celtics twice and they had us beat twice and I thought we were a pretty good team last year in Golden State. So um the the thing I noticed is is the depth and uh, how hard the team played, and those are things that, no matter what conference you're in, or, or no matter you know, what happens going into the next year, those are things that translate over, and um, I and they also seem like they're very well coached, and uh and 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 that seems to be the case from the 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 weeks that I've been here is coaches done an unbelievable job even in the in the preseason to the preseason. Um, I think with the additions we've made, we've added people that have character and and will add to the chemistry. Um, Amir Johnson, for instance, is a guy that is tough to play against. Um, Playing against him for years now, and and he he always is going to give his best effort on the court and and be a guy that competes every time. And those are the players that you build with. That's how we went from a 23-win team to a championship team in Golden State over a five-year period. Is we built with chemistry and character, and we built with guys that love to play the game. And I think they're. Have that same mindset here, and, and uh, I think you can tell that by the off-season additions.
7: David, you're six years younger than your coach. How do you kind of, how does that relationship go? Because you don't, you know, I mean, he's not the old guy that you're probably used to playing for, except maybe Kerr. But how do you kind of build a relationship with a coach who you're very close to age with?
4: That's that's a really I didn't even know that, that was a really interesting question. I uh, well, it'll be easier than my rookie year when I played for Larry Brown. That was probably 40 years older than me. I think there's a, a little less of a gap there uh, socially. Um, no, coach's, coach's knowledge of the game is unbelievable. And I think you know the biggest compliment that I can give him, and, and it's also the compliment you can give, give Steve Kerr, who I played for last year, is that I think his personality fits the team's personality well. And Coach seems to be very, very positive in how he approaches everything. And I think with a young team like we have, that that's very important, and he, and he always wants to teach the game, which is also very important. So um, I think he fits great with, with the team. Um, I'm going to have no problem. Uh, I, I can get along with anybody, and, and Coach is one of the easier you know, people I've ever seen to get along with. He's very, very straightforward and, and, and honest and, and, uh, and a positive guy, so I won't have an issue there. everybody, for staying. Appreciate that.
5: Jay, I knew you would be here. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think it was great. I think, uh, you know, Danny and Brad and, you know, the rest of the front office did a great job. I think the uh, Amir Williams pick up, uh, Amir Johnson, I'm sorry, Amir Johnson pick up, David Lee pick up, re-signing Jonas Sharapko and Jay Crowder. I think it was big, big moves, big moves. Uh, I like it. Yes, absolutely. I think we have a lot of momentum. I think we have crazy momentum. I think it's going to be fun. And um, I think they add the right pieces as well, where I feel like we won't miss a beat too much.
8: What's your ceiling for the team this year? What, what, do you think, what are you guys playing for this year?
5: Yeah, I think we're playing, obviously, to make the playoffs and uh, to make, make some noise. I think, uh, I think we do a lot of big things and uh, get, get good. I think we can finish. Where did we get 40 wins last year? Was it something like that? No? Or well, somebody, if Brad said that. I don't know the math. Never mind. We're going to be really good, though. Just say that.
1: Do you think you'll go back to being at, working more from the wing this year now that Marcus is kind of in year two of his development as a point guard?
5: Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, we'll figure all that out tomorrow. You know, the workouts I've, I've, I've been doing and uh, talking with the coaches seem similar to last year. And then at the end of the day, I think it's just basketball. So I think I'll be in a position to make the same plays I made last year.
8: Evan, after one season with the Celtics, what were the main focus points of your off-season workouts?
5: um basically just staying you know getting in better shape staying in shape uh you know getting quicker and faster and you know trying to become a more efficient shooter and you know just becoming a better player in general
7: uh can you talk about the africa experience what that was like for you
5: yeah it was cool you know to be able to um go to johannesburg i thought the coolest part was uh interacting with the people you know um i was able to go to the children's village and uh you know, that was like a life-changing experience to see, you know, how grateful those, those young kids were, were, you know, not growing up with much and the smile and the passion and, and everything they had was unreal. Um, you know, being able to see the Apartheid Museum and the struggles of, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela and his people was, was crazy. And I think the biggest thing was uh, Lou Deng, uh, he spoke on bringing a game to Africa and uh, seeing how emotional he got about it and everything like that. And how, you know, little things like this is bigger than life. To hear where he came from to now. And for those people to see where he came from and, and, and you know, how much of a door opens up a little bit it was cool. And I think, uh, you know, it's all about showing how lucky you are too. I'm, I'm really blessed. And um, I was really humbled by that experience.
1: Now that your basketball career is locked in, what about your Uber driving career?
5: (laughs) I don't know, man. It it depends. Uh, Depends on uh, the gas prices and stuff like that, and you know how what type of you know profit I can make off there and things like that. And I want to be, you know, the main focus of uh, of the you know of the company. You know, I want Uber to highlight me and put me in positions to be successful and uh, give me all the big name big name uh, deals. So if they can't do that, i got to go elsewhere.
1: Is the Range Rover like a dark Range Rover green, or is it something Yeah, it's a green? dark green Range Rover.
5: Um, I think Jonas copied the same thing I got. I'm going to have to talk to him about it. But it's a pretty nice Range Rover, great, great gas mileage, and the sunroof and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, and it's pretty comfortable. You sit in the back. I actually can sit in the back seat and be comfortable. So imagine somebody else.
1: Would you do a lift and put the pink mustache on the front of the Range Rover? No, <laughs> no
5: I, I wouldn't personally but you never know. Have you to keep your gas tank That's funny you say that. I've learned what cars I can and can't do it with. You know what I'm saying? Like today, um, I live 14 miles from the practice facility. Again, my car it says 11. It's like just knowing range rover. Like, you know what I'm saying? The reserve tank is pretty good. So I was probably five miles out and my gas tank hit zero. But I still got here comfortably. So I understand I can do that. In my other car, if it says half a tank or a quarter tank, I probably got to fill up. Yeah, so it's all good. (laughs) So
11: uh, what plans do you have for your son's birthday today?
16: Man, we went on a duck tour yesterday, so that that could have been his birthday gift. Did he like it? I mean, I've been here all day, so I don't got no plans right now. (laughs) I've been here since 9 this morning, so he's probably mad at me.
11: Sounds fair, anything for dinner?
16: Dinner, he'll probably want some McDonald's, but whatever he wants is his day.
11: Cool, sounds good to me.
9: (laughs) Uh, Isaiah, how much is it gonna help having a training camp with the team?
16: It's gonna help a lot. I mean, um, everybody to get comfortable with each other. And for me, for the most part, to get more familiar with with Brad's system. Um, Because even last year, even throughout the playoffs, when I got in the game, it was kind of like just space the floor and pick and roll. Because I mean, I didn't really get any practices in, especially when I got hurt. It was like we didn't have time for practice. So I think having a full training camp and getting familiar with with all my teammates um, is only going to help us.
8: Isaiah, I know you always envision yourself as a starter. But if they ask you to be a sixth man again, is that tough for you to accept?
16: Um, it's, it's not tough. I mean, I tell you guys all the time because you guys ask all the time. I would love to be a starter, but it's not the, it's not the end of the world. I mean, as long as I'm out there playing and, and getting the minutes that I deserve, um, I'm all for it. I'm all for the team and, and whatever it takes to win. And, and that's an honest answer. That's, that's real.
7: The um, the back injury, the backside injury. How long did that affect you going to the playoffs? Were you more injured than you let on to be? And then how also is your wrist?
16: Yeah, that back injury, man. This I could still feel it sometimes, especially on that flight from Seattle to here. I could I could feel it, but um, in the playoffs it, it it was it was difficult, but it was something I had to do. I got I had to keep playing, somehow figure out how to play with that injury, but um, there's no excuses. I was out there playing, and I, I gave it 110% and all I could do. And um, But I'm healthy now. Um, my wrist is fine. I haven't had any problems. Um, I, I don't have any pain other than probably when I fall on it, but same thing with my with my back. But for the most part, I'm healthy. Um, there's, no, there's no injuries for me.
7: What did you work on this summer? I mean, I know you played in a lot of pickup games. Yeah. Seattle games what did you work on?
16: Um, I, I I worked on extending my range and trying to be able to really shoot wherever on the basketball court and um, also I watched a lot of Steve Nash film and trying to figure out how different ways to finish not just around the rim but even extending to the three-point line so I, I got a a lot of one-foot shots I've been working on which extends to the three-point line And and I and I know the first time I do it, you guys are going to be like, what the hell is he doing? But it, I definitely worked on it. I've been working on it all summer. So I've, I've I just been trying to figure out ways to continue to get better and, and, and continue to, to be the best player I could possibly be.
14: Any more questions? I'd say, uh, considering all the new acquisitions this summer, I mean, how do you feel this team can build off the success from last year?
16: Um, I, I, first off, I think on paper we got we definitely got better. Um, hopefully, we can we can put all of it together and and do and build on what we had last year. I mean, with guys like David Lee and and Amir Johnson and even the rookies that that we drafted and are coming in, I think that can help us in in different ways. And having a guy that just won an NBA championship, a former All Star with given an opportunity can still play at an All Star level. I mean. We can be we can be very good, especially in the Eastern Conference. I think it helps out a lot because, as you see, the NBA is going small. I mean, you have a lot of four men that are playing five. You have a lot of four guards and 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 one big. And um, you've seen that in the Golden State Warriors. They won a championship with with. Playing small, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers had to adjust to them. So I think the NBA is going that direction, and we have a, a great group of guys to to compete at a high level with that um, with the roster that we have, which is we got bigs, but we're 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 very we're we're small, and, and we can we can play both ways, and I think that helps us because we're real versatile.
8: James, can you talk a little bit about your experience in your rookie year and if you feel a little bit more confident coming into year Mm -hmm. two that you can kind of carve out a role?
17: Yeah, um, I'm very confident this year. I've been working out a lot, and the team is going great. Our off-court chemistry is great. Everybody on the team is doing good, and I'm really excited for the season coming up. Um, I've been working hard on the off-season, so it's time to just show it up and have a great season this year.
8: Danny, Danny had mentioned that had you still been in school, this class coming out now would have been your class. I mean, does it strike you a little odd that uh, you've been around so long
17: already? I mean, it is kind of weird, but I, I'm used to everything now, and I came here really young. Uh, There's a lot for me still to learn, and um, it's a process, so uh, I just can't wait. It's, it's a lot for me to, still to learn.
11: Danny and Brett have both made comments about your improved defense. What do
17: you think think's different defensively for you right now? What have you kind of worked on? Um, it's just my footwork's a lot better. Um, I know what to do now. All the pulling over, communicating, everything's just a lot of work. Working a lot better now. And um, I'm just, I know what to do now. It's just I didn't know then. Now I'm more confident now I know what to do.
7: James, you were, in, you were in Springfield to see Cal inducted. What was that experience like for you to watch all these legends and Hall of Famers and it guys?
17: Great experience. Probably the best experience of my life, to be honest. Um, got to communicate with some of the guys that I went to school with. Got to see some familiar faces, and I talked to Cal. So it was a great experience, and I'm glad I got a chance to be a part of it.
7: You, I saw you watch. You were there for JoJo's induction in the video mm-hmm. and him talking about Celtic pride, I mean, what'd you take from that? I know it's way before your time, but kind of him, the sh- the pride he showed to playing for Boston.
17: Uh, he just, oh man, it was, it was great to see JoJo up there talking and it just made me more focused and more confident that I wanna be something like JoJo and what he did here, it was great. So I wanna just follow in those footsteps and be one of the Hall of Famer one day. So it was great to see that.
8: Brad mentioned you adding strength. That's something you've done and need to continue to do to improve on defense. Did you have any specific plan you worked on over the summer to add a little strength or anything you've been working on? Not
17: really. Just got in the gym and just worked out even more harder. Uh, This this season's going to be special for the team and me. And uh, I just want it to be great. So just getting in the gym every day, two days. Just been working to help. James,
11: last year you spent a decent amount of time with the Red Claws. Can you just discuss uh, how that helped your development?
17: Uh, It helped me in a lot of ways. Um, It was great to go down there um, and just get reps up, minutes, and everything. Uh, It helped me defensively, too, and uh, it was a great experience, and it was great. Do you expect to
11: spend more time with with the Red Claws this season?
17: Who knows? Who knows? It's up to the coach. But would you be open to it if it meant more playing time? Whatever the coach wants for me to do, I'm there for it. We all know I'm the best dancer on the Boston Celtics. Uh, it's, it's a battle between me and Marcus, but uh, if we had a dance-off, it would probably be me. So, uh, be ready for that.
1: <laughs> this question's not as fun, but how uh, is how is improving your muscle help you driving to the rim this year? Do you think it will uh, be able to penetrate more yourself? Oh, yeah.
17: Just absorbing the contact from bigger, stronger guys. Um, and just, I don't know, absorbing the contact. Like you said, uh, you can't just go in the lane and be at 200 pounds. If you're going to get pushed over so... You got to add weight, and uh, that's what I did. So, I'm trying to add more. I'm not done yet. Who knows? That's way too big, I think. But, I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see.
3: Hi, kid. Um You're 20 years
7: old. Uh, and Danny had said, reminded us how that you are just
17: 20. Do you think about that at all as a young player going up? Not at all. I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about my age. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here like they are. And, um, you know, I'm just here like they are. And uh, I just came here to play basketball, and we love to do what we do. So I don't think about age at all.
2: All right, good. There we go. I'm good. How you think? They're good. Good and ready to go. Um, fingers-wise, um, you know, um, we have a great, uh, you know, training staff back here. Um, they've been on me each and every day. I've been in with those guys working on getting my strength back and everything. And I've been in and out with the team, five on five, uh, individual work. So, you know, I'm back in action and I'm ready to go.
8: Uh, Mark, it's over here. Um. What do you think of Jared trying to do your hairstyle?
2: See, you know that's the question. I've been, I, I, you know, I tried to talk to Jared. I asked him, like, you know, he didn't, he didn't come talk to me first. I just saw a picture, but I, I guess it's a Pisces thing going on. You know, I'm a Pisces. He's a Pisces, so you know, I guess we we kind of thought thought of the same hairdo. Hey,
14: Marcus. How is the team's confidence level different going into this season as opposed to last season? Do you notice a difference?
2: Uh, right now, our confidence is at, a, at an all-time high right now at the beginning of the season just because, you know, um, the, a lot of guys coming back were on that playoff squad where, you know, we made the playoffs and uh, as a young team. So, you know, we, we, we got put in the fire. You know, obviously the outcome didn't come to what we, we, we expected, but at least we got that experience. Um, with this team, this team has helped me a lot. Uh, you know, um, Coach Stevens has been a big part of that. You know, taking the time out of his day, and uh, you know, I know he has a busy schedule of working with each and every one of us individually uh, to make every last one of us on this team better. So, you know, um, my progression and everybody else's progression is going to help this team tremendously. Uh, Definitely, you know, uh, I come in, you know, just like everybody else here with one thing on their mind to win, you know, to win games, you know, to win more games than we did last year, you know, and uh, the games that we did lose, you know, we look at it, we study, we learn from what, 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 what we did wrong, what we did right, what caused us to lose those games and we try to fix them early. So when we get in that situation again, the outcome is reversed and we come out with the victory this time. Me, uh, personally, my explosion of to the rim. You know, I dealt with an ankle injury. Um, but, you know, like I said, I've been working really hard with these guys, the team, and, and Coach Stevens. Of uh, you know, coming off the ball screen, getting in the paint, and creating for others. Marcus, what do you, do? <clears throat> and you and the team together learned the most from the, the playoffs? Not just the playoffs, but actually getting there. What do you think that experience taught? We mm-hmm. learned as a team that, you know, the window, you know, the margin of error, that window is very small. You know, uh, it, it just takes one mistake that can cost you, you know, uh, you know, the rest of your season in the playoffs. You know, that, that one game, that that one turnover, you know, that, that one missed blockout can cost you that game. And, you know, and in the playoffs every game counts and every possession matters.
1: Marcus, how much should that ankle injury impact you even later in the season?
2: Um. It impacted me uh, a lot just because I couldn't, I couldn't really do what, what I'm capable of to help the team. You know, uh, even though you know I was still a, a decent defender, I felt like I could have gave more on the defensive end and on the offensive end. But you know, I didn't have that explosiveness to actually get out there and move around like I did uh, when I was in college.
11: Uh, about five minutes ago, James Young said he was a better dancer than you. Do you have any reaction to that?
2: Oh gosh, here we go. Like I told James, anytime we can battle it out, everybody knows I'm the better dancer. We can settle this, so um, I'm gonna say I'm the better dancer. And if James wants to come to me, we can, we can figure this out and we can we can solve it right now. Do you have a go-to move? My go-to move? No, I just have a variety of moves that I do. You know, I I love to dance, so it's just a variety of things in my package. <laughs> Bring them up here now, uh, James. No. <laughs> Any more questions?
7: How much more comfortable are you? Say that again, I'm sorry. How much more comfortable are you today than like a year ago at this time?
2: Um, it, it's you can definitely tell. You know the coaches can definitely tell. My teammates can definitely tell. I'm more comfortable from a year ago. You know I have a year under my belt. I have a little bit of playoff experience under my belt. Um, you know so. Uh, being in the league, uh, the more and more, the longer you're in the league, the more and more you become comfortable each and every year.
10: Marcus, Jared said
15: he was going to lose a lot of weight over
10: the
2: summer. How do you think he looks? I think he looks good. You know, um, I, uh, just like I have, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the videos, his workout videos. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure if you ask Jared, he's probably not where he, he, he wants to be all the way. But, you know, he's definitely working hard, and uh, we definitely noticed that, and we definitely see it, and, uh, and I'm, I'm happy for him. Do you think
7: sacrificed his strength with, you know, how
3: important it You don't want to lose strength, though, by getting... I don't
7: strength.
2: think he sacrificed his strength. I think he's got, actually, uh, a, a lot more stronger by, by, by losing the weight that he wanted to lose, you know, and, and putting on more, uh, you know, more muscle
9: follow-up you know we get going tomorrow been waiting for this for for quite a while so uh, you know be back in Boston and play for the fans and see you guys again and, and just you know get into the season again I'm excited
8: like?
9: to to yeah I did uh, it's the first time being a free agent so you know uh, my agent told me to be up at 12 o'clock and uh, got some phone calls and uh, but the most important phone call came from uh, came from here, and uh, you know, uh, like I said, I, I I wanted to come back and uh, with what we had we had going last year, and just wanted to keep building and you know love the guys that we have here, the coaching staff, and everything. So uh, it was uh, it was an interesting free agency, but I, I knew what I wanted, and, and I got what I wanted. Uh, that's really how I got into this league. It was playing the three. Um, was Tayshon kind of kind of went down my rookie year, and I had to step in at the three. So uh, that's what I've been playing most of my career until the NBA. So I'm I'm comfortable playing three, four, and five uh, if I have to. Uh, you know, I might give up a, a few pounds in the, in the five spot, but you know, I, I'll I'll make it up with hustle plays. Definitely. Uh, you know, being in, being in, in an organization that, that changed coaches every year I was there and, and, you know, new coaching staff and new coaches every year and learning a new system is uh, it's hard. Uh, so, you know, coming back to this, you know what I'm coming back to and I know I'm coming back to a great coach with a great coaching staff that, you know, is going to put us in the best position to win. So uh, obviously it was a, a big, big part of my decision. Uh, I didn't say that. I said I want to get back to the playoffs, and I want to do some uh, do, get back to the playoffs. And if we play Cleveland, we play Cleveland. I don't think we care who, who we are playing. Uh, but uh, it was taken out of its context. But that happens, and uh, I'm gladly playing Cleveland again. Uh, we're just gonna concentrate on us and, and have a great year and, and just keep building on what we did last year, you know, when I got here and uh you know we're not really worried about who we're playing and now and, and we're gonna take it game by game and day by day and, and, and then see where we end up at the at the end of the year. Um Get that question every summer, and obviously you guys gotta gotta ask it. Uh, But you know, I've been I've been in the gym every day almost, and just shooting, and my shot feels great, and been working on my body, and you know I'm feeling great coming into this training camp. I haven't really didn't play no national team or nothing this summer, so I've been strictly just concentrating on the Celtics and and just being ready for the season. So I'm uh, I'm feeling 100 percent. I'm I'm ready to go. Um, you know, I've, I played with the Swedish national team since I was 15, 16 years old, so uh, I felt like uh, I needed to think a little bit about by my, by myself and, and my career here in Boston and the NBA instead of uh, going over and having no time off. So uh, I think it was the right decision, and, you know, I'm not closing any doors to play for, for Sweden in the, in the future, but uh, right now my, my main focus is here in the Boston Celtics, so that's why I, why I made that decision. Very good. I mean, we uh, we only got better this off season. So, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, I knew Amir from from before, you know, playing against him for many years, and same with David, and you know, so uh, I know him, and we got good communication, and you know, I, I know they're great players and great teammates. So, I'm looking forward to getting out on the court with them.
0: Um. I look at every year as an opportunity, to be honest, uh, as a new opportunity. But uh, this is some – um, um, this is just an indescribable feeling, you know, uh, coming here. You know, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting drafted all over again. It's just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, man. It's something you can't really describe. It's a feeling you can't describe. But uh, I'm just thankful for the opportunity that, um, that I've been given here. You know, um, I'm going to make the best of it.
8: Perry, you had a, a three-game stretch last year where, where Kevin and Russell were out. And you kind of really got a chance to show what you can do. Is that something that you feel like you can do consistently here in Boston? And if so, how are you going to get to that level? What, you know, what, what do you need to do to, to, to get there?
0: Um, I can only do that if, I'm, if that's needed for me. You know, um, if that's not needed for me, you know, I gotta do whatever I can to to be on the floor. So if they need me to do something other than, uh, you know, what I showcase, um, that's what I'm gonna have to do. But I am confident that I can play on that level consistently. Um, you know, it's just it's just the mindset. You know, I just gotta I just gotta believe in myself. Uh, I don't need nobody else to believe in me. So, um, you know, whatever Brad needs or wants, that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna be capable of doing. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, basically just being on a new team, uh, new people, uh, like I said before, a fresh start, it's nice to have a fresh start, you know, a uh, fresh feeling, like I said, I feel like I'm getting drafted again. Um, yeah, basically, like I said, um, just come in here and work hard, man, just do what I've been doing, you know,
1: my whole life. What kind of discussions have you had so far about where you could play on the court and what type of role you could have on court? No, and you got to talk to Brad
0: about that one. I, I, we haven't had any discussions like that. You know, just, I've just been here working out. We haven't had a practice yet. So.
1: so what's different here than in Oklahoma as far as what kind of opportunity you can get?
0: Um, Some might say earlier, um, I don't have to play behind a superstar. I don't have to fight for a spot behind a superstar. But um, I feel like it's the same. It's the same. You know, uh, I still got to come in here and compete. Everybody has to come in here and compete. Um, you know, just 'cause somebody's a superstar or not doesn't make it that you know it's still hard, you know what I'm saying? It's still just as hard if somebody was a superstar, they still gotta fight and compete. But um I'm just like I said, I'm just happy for another opportunity, you know, cause I don't I don't have to be here. Nobody could nobody could've you know, they could have sent me own home, you know. The same motivation. If um, if uh, we had some spots open, you know, um, all I could do is come in here and work hard and do what I do best. I can't control what happens after that.
14: Um, I think just a next kind of mindset on this level that you have to take. Um, like I always say in college, it's different. You kind of can take plays off at this level, no way. So I think just the mental edge of the game and um, just staying engaged at all times. Yeah, I think us rookies are fortunate because a lot of the vets came in early to help us out. So. Um, uh, I'm just learning, man. I'm not doing a lot of talking There's so much that I have to learn before the season starts that um, it, it's kind of a lot, but uh, a lot of the vets are helping. So I'm just here, you know, just to take everything in, uh, do whatever's asking me for the team and then just take it day by day. RJ, during summer league,
1: you started off shooting a bit cold and then got hot later on. How did it feel getting your early practice in as an NBA shooter going through the hot and cold streaks?
14: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good to get the worst out first because I kind of understood that, I mean, that's kind of how it's going to be sometimes, so. Uh, just to continue to stay at it. I think one thing I can never do is, is is lose confidence, and I think that's what I didn't do. So just continue to take the shots I would normally take and, um, you know, just continue to compete on the other end. Sorry, what
8: did the coaching
14: staff say to you with you while you were going? Um, you know, um, it wasn't a lot of work. It was more of the mental side of it. I think they knew I could shoot. It was just I was clearly rushing my shots and not getting the shots and not picking my spots right. So it was just a matter of slowing down and um, just reading the game and and getting it on the other end of the floor and stop worrying about offense all the time. RJ, this Celtics team has incredible depth. And as a rookie, it
11: may be tough to crack the lineup. Uh, Would you be open to playing in the D League uh, in order to get
14: more playing time? I'm open for whatever they put me up to. And I'm blessed to be in this situation. I'm blessed to be on a good team that we have. And uh, as a young guy. Um, you can't ask for minutes right away you have to earn that so we have a lot of good players man and um, whatever they ask me to do to win games I'm all for it I'm in a good organization and um, I'm blessed Um, I don't know a lot so I don't have a lot of expectations so again just taking it day by day I know camps gonna be tough but every workout has been tough since I've been here so Again, just continue to um, to listen, man. The vets have been here. We've got guys who've been through everything, you know, that I want to go through. So that makes it easier for me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I I don't know how many teams are doing that. And I know we get extra practice time and more bonding time. And um, it's my first NBA experience. I didn't think my first NBA experience would be overseas, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's my first time in Europe. Uh, with a great group of guys, man. So that'll be a blast. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. You know, I went, I
15: went downtown. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's a lot of cars, a lot of traffic. I'm not really used to that, but it's, it's a nice city, of course. At workouts? I mean, it's been great. You know, we got the chance to come in from Monday to Thursday and just work on our game, not just on the court, but, uh, you know, in the weight room, get stronger, and, you know, just to learn that next level. Because, you know, a lot of guys can play, of course, but uh, they're very smart. So you want to learn things you can do. And learning under Danny and Brad is, is great to have them. Speed of the game, uh, actually, I think is more of it's more calmed in college. Uh, it's you know more spacing, uh, people not going going so fast. So I think I think it's great. Once you learn it, once you get it down, packed. it's perfect. One of my teammates. Um, You know, we all hang out together, to be honest with you, especially the younger guys, probably R.J. Hunter, James Young, and Marcus Smart, M3, the most. Uh, well, you know, you think of a a long college, a long college season, then you think of the NBAs, They say it's three of them. It's three college seasons in one. So, you know, you just want to take care of your body. The flying and all that can be a lot on you, and you know, you just listen to ways that you can you can things you can do with your time. It's taking care of your body. You want to develop a a, a routine. So that's one of the things I'm I'm still learning, and uh, you know I want to get better at far as the flying and stuff. I don't really know because I haven't experienced yet, but I'm pretty sure it'd be crazy. Oh yeah, definitely. You can you can always take something that you learn from college into the next level, and uh, I would say being at Louisville helped me. Uh, mentally you know help me be mentally tough to get through a lot of things uh, the summer workouts that we went through uh, it, it was kind it was kind of crazy so I'm just looking forward towards and I'm just you know ready to have fun but work most importantly if the coaches think that's best for me That's fine with me I'm not complaining I get to do something I love